It'll be 40 as long as I actually record one to so go in between these to. two. I know, this is the pressure. But if I don't, then I'll just... Re-record over <laughs> this and say episode 39. Boom. No, no. You could, you'll do it. I'll do it. I just gotta get fired up about a topic. Well, this topic is a pretty good one that this you're is saying a good you one. just wanted to talk about. I know, but we're gonna talk about it, so we'll see. We'll see how much overlap there is. Yeah. Hopefully. Also, hopefully, guys, Holly fixed the little... We had like a slight mini echo, so of course... I like changed some stuff in there when I changed the song, and I think I broke it. So there was a little echo for a couple episodes. Um, I think that is what happened. Maybe something happened when you were playing with the song. Yeah, like changing I think them you're and right, stuff. Yeah. But um, that makes sense. Holly did some magic, and hopefully, there's no echo. So the people who wrote to us and said that there was an echo, thank you. If this, a, thank you. You're right. B, let us know if this one sounds like it has an echo on it. Okay, that's good. Fair you know? enough. Yeah, like, you know who you are. Yeah. The people who who said it does. I even thought, I even heard an echo, so. It's funny because like, I listened that, to it, yeah. and I listened to it either on my car and speaker, and I didn't hear an echo, but I know the people who listen via headphones can hear it more. Yeah, and I was listening to it through just like the speaker on my cell phone, so. Yeah. But where were you? Like, I listened to it inside when I was cooking, and then out in the garage, too, and like, mm-hmm. I did hear a little echo, but, Yeah. So, Makes sense. when you told me that people said that, I was like, oh yeah, I actually heard that too. Well, guys, we have we are recording podcast pretty quickly. This is pretty nice. So, this will launch March 1st, and we're bringing it with a bang. Yeah! February's over, guys. So, it was make or break month. If you're a little bitch, you broke. If you're not. If you got some motivation in you, Some you discipline, some drive. It's March, and now you win the year. You make it past February, yeah, you're going to win. It's true. It's true. So now we're going to talk about something that a lot of you might be wanting to do since you didn't break in February. Starting a business in 2021. That's right. Ding, ding. Or just in general yeah. anytime. <laughs> yeah. But I think like a lot of the things apply to, you know, obviously the business world is like ever changing, always changing and like a very fast pace, like. Which is the funny part about, I mean, I went to school for business, but I think it's one of the dumbest, most wasteful things to go to school for because there's nothing they can teach you because it's happening. They can teach you vocabulary. And like, obviously, if it's like something like finance or something, that's very fixed and black and white. But actual business is ever changing and always changing. And it's happening too fast that like a literal university, like a school could never teach you it. You know, like no one <laughs> yeah. can, no one can really Marketing teach you it. Marketing so like, quickly. By the time it's curriculum, it's over. That's what I mean. Like yeah. you can learn it from being like thrown into a, a business that's going through it, but you're not going to learn it from like a book. Yeah. A book a- that that person wrote last year, which had, com- those are completely different. Like think about even just from t- 2019 to 2020. Everything that applied in 2019 no longer applied in 2020. And I think that Seriously. that's one of like the greatest things that, one of the greatest takeaways that you take is like things are always changing and we never know like how extreme the change is going to be. So we need to be ready to evolve. It's also... And adapt. Yeah, evolve and adapt. Adapt or die. That's what yeah. I've written on the wall. <laughs> I actually considered about getting that as a tattoo, but I have that written in our garage, in our gym. Small seed gym. We're going to call it flex gym or we're going to call it small seed gym. Because I just feel like... Everything else is small seed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like if we take the company and grow it for the next 10 years and end up building and like... Being our own manufacturer for everything, we're gonna have a gym there. So oh, for sure, we'll just have a small. Then the house gym. So I'm will like, be. Might as well just be. Or the house will be 
flex gym in the, <laughs> the facility will be small seed gym. Um, but the other takeaway of 2020 is I think a lot of people, unfortunately, a lot of businesses, especially small businesses, closed and shut down. And this is and and I know it's sad, and I, we all, we all feel sorry for them. However, you have to look at this like 2008 when the market crashed. What did the majority of people do? They sold and they pulled out. It's the same right now. A lot of businesses are gone. There's not a lot of options. Right now, most people are like, I'm not going to start a business so it happens again. But if you're willing to take the risk, you would be one of the new emerging businesses in a totally almost abandoned market, yeah. right? Like also, a whole the, new playing field. Like you're coming in. A business who's been doing this for 15 years and you're coming in, you guys are basically even at this point in right. time because, yeah, because it's, it's all new waters. Like it's completely new territory. Like nobody really knows what's going on. We're all trying to figure out what works best, how to reach people in different ways, how to use like what's going on to, you know, benefit like whatever your product service, whatever it is. The other thing that 2020 taught us, which I do agree. Some people are like, I'm not going to start a business, but I think what a majority of maybe some of you listening realizes but like my industry is a dying industry like the industry i'm working in or the industry like i thought i wanted to go in or whatever it has completely changed through all this like i just think about like teachers or something like that like the teaching world has changed forever forever like they're talking about even when kids go back to school like one of my really good friends her her child is I don't know, nine or 10, like, oh my God, gonna be, yeah, gonna be 10 now. And like in Raleigh, they're talking about the schools doing like, um, where they always work, where they always do remote learning on Fridays. So the kids go to school. So when things go back, I'm totally normal, totally normal. Everything's like good. Like, yeah, the kids go back to school Monday through Thursday and they always have learning from home on Fridays. And they're talking about doing like certain like teacher, like a teacher work day or like whatever, like the like working in days throughout the year where the kids learn for like a week from home and things like that. Oh, yeah. So Cause they realize they don't need a physical structure, just like many companies don't. They all realize they don't need office buildings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like. I know, but then it's like the company culture, like what happens? Well, most companies don't have culture, and that's one of the things we're going to talk about. (laughs) But those companies are eventually going to die. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, there's some some things that they're so entrenched in American society that they will never die. However, they will lose a foothold on the market. So, like, if they own 80% because of what they're doing now, it's going to dwindle, it's going to dwindle. And they'll probably always own 50% at least, maybe even 60, but that's going to leave so much more of a playing field for more people. That was was what I was saying earlier. Like, not only is it new, but it's abandoned. There's a lot of people who, like, if if you had 100 people in your competition and, you know, 30% of all American business, small business, they all diminished, you had, that's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot of room for you to come in and start and build whatever you want to build. And on top of that, the amazing thing is through all of this, we've seen all the holes in certain businesses, in certain industries, in certain services where it's like really shown a light on like, this is actually a necessity. This is something like we need to address in these certain areas or, or you know, like maybe you're trying to, you were struggling through like trying to go see someone or trying to get a product or like something like that. And you're like, wow, this is like a lag in the whole, what's that? Like chain Chain? and the whole, yeah. yeah, And the whole like chain of it. So it's given people like a really good opportunity to 
be step outside and like look at the bigger picture of like all these industries and be like, oh wow, that failed for this reason. Now I need to come in and create a company that now has that. Yeah. Or you know. And I think it's one of the easiest times if you if you create a tangible product, it's one of the easiest times to get people to try to buy it because a lot of people aren't going to stores still. A lot of people realized like it wasn't enough before. A lot of people realize that they don't have to go to even grocery stores or Walmarts or Targets. They literally can just order online. A, a lot of people who still went to stores now switch completely. They're like, this is dumb. Why am I going to drive to the store and have to deal with people? Or yeah, have realized like through all this, oh, I can get my, like, I can get all my things ordered like through Thrive Market or like I and can order through cheaper. Amazon right. or I can order, yeah, through these companies. Right, direct. And it's like, it could even be dumb things like your toilet paper and stuff like that. Like you, you don't have to go to the store versus like before you would have been like, Oh, I'll just stop by Walmart or like whatever on my way home, grab a, like, <laughs> grab a roll of toilet paper, any napkin, napkins or whatever it is. It's like now there's these services that are set up where you can also have them on like repeat. So you don't even have to mentally think about it. And there's like subscription. I know every two months I go through eight rolls of toilet paper. It comes, it's just at your door. It's just boom, like, automatic, yeah. which is, you know, scary. Because it leaves people less common sense. But also, if it's a, <laughs> it's a need that needs to be filled, yeah. you can fill it. It's also a blessing in disguise for really busy people. Like, I think a lot of people have realized, like, the grocery one, for example. Like, that's going to be a really great tool that continues to get utilized even when people go back to work. Because parents are realizing, like, or I'm just using an example because I, I talked to a mom who who's recently told me this. But that, like... If you and your husband both work and your kids are at school doing practice, whatever, it's actually a chore to go to the grocery store. Like oh, if sure. you have to go out of your way to do it, like you're like, okay, every Sunday I'm already dropping the kids off doing this and that, whatever, between play dates and all this shit. And it's like, then I have to go out of my way to go to the grocery store, whatever, versus like you can do do your entire order online. Most people just get the same shit every time. Like maybe <laughs> you try something new. Maybe. Most people... You're getting the, like, we're all eating the same stuff all the time. Yeah. If it's something new in season and you're like, you know, last month I was getting grapes, this month I'm getting cherries. All right, cool. But majority of your diet's like all the same. So literally you're just going in and being like, last week's order, ship it again. Last week's order, <laughs> ship it again. Like, and, and it's making things like much easier because you're like, word, Monday, like, okay, Monday when I get home from picking my kid up from school, the groceries are already going to be there. I can, I can make dinner. Scheduled delivery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I think that there are, there are things that have come out of all of this that even when things go back to like norm, like quote unquote normal, people are going to do for the rest of time. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about the time that we're in right now is this is the time where people are adapting things they would have never adapted before. If you can find a need in the market, that is not being filled, you're you're gonna blow up like automatically. Or that is not being filled correctly. Yeah. Because like there's like almost every product's an imitation of something because oh, we've been course. alive for so long. However, if when you, in my opinion, when you're a real quote unquote entrepreneur, and I use that term very loosely, <laughs> um, you you are a person who consumes something and you're just like, man, if they just did this, it'd be 10x better. Or Maybe it's their customer service. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not a product quality issue. Maybe it's a customer service or maybe it's a packaging or maybe, you know, it's like you order it and, and because it's a small company, you love it, but it takes three weeks to get to you because they're like, they like, 
the order comes in and they're like, oh, we got to process this. And then they take a week to process it and then they go to fulfill it and then it takes a week to get to you. That's a really long time. Who wants to wait two and a half weeks to get a product? <laughs> no one, as we all discovered over the holidays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> like real entrepreneurs. Oh yeah, they like they they see a they see something that's lacking mm-hmm. and they want to improve on it. Versus, yeah, like think about like small seed of protein bar. There's three trillion protein bars out there, but it's like you, then you look in the market and you're like, oh, these factors are missing. These are things we could be doing that a company could be doing better. Or there's like a company you love and you're like, I love this company so much, but I wish X. Ours, ours was legitimately not there though, like. And I mean that as in there's tons of protein bars, but there was none that had all the components that we had to create at the Correct. time. Correct. Maybe there are now, I don't know. But, because I don't really, I'm a person, I don't really look at our competition. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what they're doing, except when they copy our flavors. <laughs> Bitches. Um, but I don't I don't like seek, I don't really care because it doesn't affect me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, I definitely look in grocery, like I look in grocery stores and I'm like, hmm, what's this? I'm so curious. And like, also, just because, you know, our friends and family obviously all know what we're doing. So they'll sometimes send us like, hey, have you guys ever heard of this company? Have you ever seen this? Like, oh, I just tried this. Yeah. Blah, but blah, for, blah. for us, there wasn't a, a plant-based, gluten-free, gluten-free clean. clean protein bar. Yeah. Like, because when we originally made them, we made them emphasizing on the protein. There, there are plant-based, gluten-free snack bars that aren't as clean, but have like five grams of protein in them. Yeah. And then it's just carbohydrates. And then there are like clean bars that have like really clean ingredients. But they're not they typically, Yeah. Or they're not gluten-free or they typically have like egg or dairy in it, which yeah, so they're not, they're not vegan. Which we can't eat. So yeah. we actually, so Holly had to create them for us. And because it was created of like a need of fulfillment and you know, I think that is what made it so attractive. This is a good transition into like something else that we we're talking about, like your your why or your want for starting a business oh, or yeah. like your drive for starting a business. Like what people can, people are attracted to your why you started the business. That's true. You can't, so I'm going to, I'm going to rewind this. If you are a person and I know a lot of people like this and if you're listening, someone should slap you in the face <laughs> and it might be me if you come to my house. If you're a person and you say, I want to start a business that I just don't know what, you do not want to start a business. You want what you think a business will give you. And and I'm going to be really frank with you guys. It's not what you think at all. It's a com- <laughs> like the idea of it, of what you see when people are 10, 15, 20 years in is not what a business gives you at first. And if you don't have an underlying drive, a why, a passion, something you need to create or something you need to fill and serve other people with, it will not sustain you from zero to 10 and you'll never reap the rewards. So if you're a person who you're like, I just want to start a business because you want to live a specific lifestyle, make peace with that. Say what you really want is massive amounts of revenue (laughs) and capital and go do something that will give you that like stock markets or real like uh, real estate. Those things create cash flow faster with less physical work. That's more relationships. Yeah. Or go be like, understand that you actually don't want all the responsibilities that come along with owning the business, making those larger decisions and using your own money to put into the business and just be what Shane was at his last company, which is a number two. I mean, you work. But you still got to work. No, I know you did. But you reaped all the benefits without losing any of your own money. They tested, like, 
you they got to test things on their own dime, not right, on right, your right. dime. But I like, but I think but I think the people and I, I agree what you're saying, we can go back to it. But I think the people I'm talking about don't want to put in the work. The work yeah. When you when you join and this is a great thing. If you're a person who you think you want to be in business, you think you want to own a company, you should go go start at a startup, start wherever they'll put you, try to work your way up to the top. And see what it's like up there. And then you'll see the whole process of mm-hmm. it. And you'll see what actually goes into it. And then when you get to the top, you'll, after being up there for maybe like three, four, six months to a year, maybe two years, you'll say like, this, I love this. I'm in this. I want this. Or you're going to be like, fuck this shit. I'm, I want to go get a regular job. I don't have to work 50 hours <laughs> yeah, exactly. and can still make exactly. six figures maybe. Yeah, exactly. It's actually, uh, Shane and I were talking about this today because it's funny because I think a lot of people see business and they... They don't have the understanding of like what it truly and what it truly takes to own a business and what it truly takes to start a business. And they think like like maybe because online now with social media and stuff, they think that like business is easy or they think, oh, anybody can start a business. I can start a business. Anybody can do it, of course. But I'm like, like I was saying at the beginning of this podcast, I'm like, the business world is ever changing. Like the business world, like I go, I'm going to go to sleep tonight and I'm going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be different. Like that's how fast it's moving. So if you've never been, if you're like, whatever, a mechanic, whatever we're talking about today, if you're right. an engineer, a mechanic, so like if you're in another industry, that's, that's all you've known, right? Like you went to college there, you now have your, you have got, got a job after college in engineering, you're an engineer. That's all you know. You've never been in business before. You've never worked a business job before. This is my personal opinion. I think everybody should work in a startup before they start their own job, before right. they, or have an understanding of business. Either you need to already be in the business world, or you need to work in a startup because you can't go from being an engineer, seeing what other people do in business, thinking you understand what they're doing. You don't actually understand what they're doing, which is fine because I could never be an engineer because I don't know what engineers do. I can look at my brother-in-law and say, hey, it looks I like think- you do X, Y, Z. Look, from me looking from the outside, looks like this, looks like that, looks like that. I could do that. Right. And then go and do it. But I have none of the technical background to be a true engineer. Okay. You know? So, I, but however, I think I agree. I agree with what you're saying. But I think if you're a person who would be a type of person to start a business, that like no matter what you've specified in for the last decade or two, because you'd be willing to just dive into everything, and you'd you would accept the fact that you're going to fail a ton, you're going to waste a ton of money, but you'd be like, I'm just going to learn everything. And I do think that's possible. Oh, yeah. You're, but it's going to be a grind. Like yeah. A super grind. And you need to, but you need to go into it being humble and understanding. Like, yeah. I actually have no idea what I'm doing. Like, you got to go in and no be like, understanding. I'm going to make my first know. run and make zero sales. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I'm going to give all of it away. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to blow 20 grand. Like, <laughs> you just have to, like, and those are the people who could make it. Yeah. Versus. I do think, I think, a, like, a great, I think such, like, a good like you were saying, or, or it's like such a great blessing and such something great that you could do for yourself is like, if you think you want to start a business, find a startup, you, you can work for them for like six months, a year, two years, whatever. You don't have to work for them forever just to understand the process of the beginning of a business. You might go work for a startup, like find one maybe that like really aligns with your passions, right? right. So that like then Could you're be like the exact then you're, same thing that you want to do. Exactly. Then right. you're like super. You're very involved. You're willing to put in the you like you're willing to put in the work so that you're not just like being like I'm doing this as like a little test or whatever. No, like try to find a company that you're really passionate about. Go work for them. 
see what the startup life is like because you may go and be like this fucking sucks like i don't want to do any of this this is not fun i'd rather go work for a company that's in phase not in phase a but in phase b is not coca-cola but isn't small seed bar like i want to be in an in-between company that has their shit together (laughs) i don't want to be like grinding that hard but i don't want to be a number like yeah it's called apprenticeship yeah and everyone should do it yeah and so like i agree with you yes Anybody can start a business. That's the beautiful thing. And that's like the beautiful thing that we've learned, you know, through the past couple of years, but especially like last year is like everything now, literally any course and everything is taught online. Like everything is available online. There are courses for everything now. Like maybe before you couldn't learn the piano online. Guess what? There's a piano teacher <laughs> teaching piano online and you can learn piano online now. Like everything there's teachers to teach online. So that is like the great part about it. But on the flip side of that, it's also like if you don't, tr- if you can't truly grasp the understanding of like what it's like to start a business and be willing to fucking die for it, <laughs> like be, like ruin it's everything. worse than death. But yeah, yes. like if you're willing to lose like every friendship, every relationship. <laughs> just kidding, it's not that bad. But like you also have to be. It is, wi- it, you have to. It be, could be that bad. Though. It could be. You're like right. when I think of like even being number two. So guys, I was like. You all know Yours my personality. Too, I was literally running the company. Yeah. I would have been num- I should have been number one if the person who owned the company didn't have such an ego. That's like, what I'm saying. Yours was that, like he should have passed that shit to me and went on and did whatever the fuck he wanted. Yeah, yours do. was a weird situation of number two because usually number two is literally working under number one, but you were right. number one. I was number one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who just had, had number meetings. two title. <laughs> yeah, had number two title, but and just had meetings with the owner. Yeah. But like like it would be the it would be the person like a person who owned a company stepped away from the company and, and left somebody else in charge. Yeah, exactly. A CEO in charge. Yeah. That is what my relationship was. Um, I don't even know what I was saying. Um about being number two. I think I need to practice some type of memory stuff because I feel like every time I start talking and then we talk, I forget completely what I was talking about. <laughs> That's like my brain. It's been happening a lot lately. But, uh, it's really it's bad. Not, it's my pregnancy. I was blaming on my pregnancy brains, but maybe it's something that's it is something to else, us. man. <laughs> It's a forced heat, like we were just saying. Every problem, <laughs> every issue is um, less forced. But this is so. This is a good example, and I'm and I'm actually. This is what I'm going to talk. I'm not going to dive too deep because I'm going to talk about it in the podcast that I put on before this one. But like, I, I threw the trial of fire. Like realized that I was literally like built for this, or I have built myself for this because I don't really think people are born anything. And that's why I run a I run a company now. I never, I never wanted to run a company. I like went through it and was like, I'm fucking like, I wa- I had, I cycled through roughly 150 <laughs> to 170 people when my, like my run at my last company. And I realized that I was completely different from every single person I've ever known and every single person in my entire life that I've ever known. Um, and this is why, I, this is why I was saying that it could happen. I didn't oh, talk to anyone. Yeah. Two years went by. I barely saw you. I didn't talk to my friends. I yeah, didn't see my yeah. family. I didn't go to my mom's wedding. I didn't do shit. I went home for like three to four days Christmas for Christmas too. because you made me. And that was <laughs> it. But like that is if like, cause that was immense growth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm saying like you could start and it could be like slow and I'd say it's only slow cause you're not putting in enough work. Like you should be marketing more, making more relationships more. But let's just say you're doing like everything after the can. There's just no traction at first. There should be eventually two years in, three years in, 
maybe five years in, a tipping point where you have immense growth and overnight, boom, everything doubles. And you might not have the ability to have relationships. Yeah. Oh, and the sure. majority of those people who are not built that way yeah. don't understand you'll lose them. And that's okay. Yeah. But you need to be ready to you go need, through those right. types so, of things. But I'm saying if you, if you have the correct intentions of why you want to build this company and build this brand, then it won't matter. Yeah. And that's the biggest difference. Like, I think, I even think, like, everything. I mean, like, everyone just wants to own a business. It's the craziest thing. But, um... It is. It's so funny. It is, <laughs> it is social media culture. Like, I've talked course, to so many yeah. people, and, like, people who I can be, like, blunt and honest with and, like, actually ask them, like, why you think this way or, like, why do you think you want to own a business? W- what are your beliefs around owning a business? Whatever it is. And then, like, eventually all of them end up, like, stemming back and getting back to, like... Well, on social media, I see this. And I'm like, you know what the crazy part about social media is? And even like big companies now who maybe look like they're not as, who maybe look like a medium-sized company even, but are like, whatever. They've literally been doing this stuff since like, some of these people, like, we're just, since like the 70s and 80s, like some people have been at it oh, and I just know. fucking got, and like finally 2013, just get popular. Yeah, like there, there is a, there's a grind that like social media never showed because social media wasn't there. And now these like fake entrepreneurs, like you're saying, like a lot of people like want to be entrepreneurs who like are on, you know, on social media, like on my private jet, taking vacations, like doing this shit. I just work from my fucking computer and like I make (laughs) millions of dollars. I can teach you how to do the same. One, they're lying. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Hey, that's a lot. <laughs> or if like, they are making that much money, it's because they're selling you on how they made money that they never made. And you're actually giving them your money for them to make it. But they're not, they're not actually, they don't own a business or a company or even are creating an impact. They're just robbing you. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. I think it's, or it's like money they made doing something else before being on social media. And now they're like making it seem like this is all they, all they've done is doing, I do contract work. I do this, I do that. And it's like, actually, you made your money from selling to Snapchat. You sold, like, some right, software yeah. to Snapchat. I'm using an example. I love the bucket list family, guys, and I'm using him as an example. He's not a person I'm talking <laughs> about because I actually love them. But, like, maybe before social media even came out, you sold the software to Snapchat. That's what got you, like, billions of dollars. And now you see this whole life on the right side you never saw me grinding and you know, you didn't even know I sold a company before. All you see is me like enjoying vacations, enjoying this luxurious life, doing X, Y, Z. And so like, you think that, Oh, like fucking Joe just does like contract work or he does this or he does that. He just partners with like hotels or he does whatever. I don't know. You think it is that they do, but it's like, you didn't see all the back end work that happened for them to get there. Yeah. And that's what, and unfortunately, Cause it's like all that shit is pretty meaningless, but it, that's really what people see and they want. They yeah, want to be yeah, like, yeah. they want to be on vacation, they want to yeah. be on the beach, or they want Lambos, they want Porsches, yeah. they want like trillion dollar homes. And I'm like, a business may get you that. May it may not, but it may it may get you that in 20 years. Yeah, exactly. By the time you get exactly. it, you won't want it. So I'm like, I think you just need to look like deep down in your heart and be like. Is that what I really want? And if it is that what I and if that is what I want, then I should not run a business. I just want money, which is fine. Right. Like that is if you, totally If you fun. just want money, A, do the two things I mentioned earlier, or B, become somebody worth earning that type of salary from a big company. Mm-hmm. Like you want to live that lavish lifestyle? I bet you 
all the people on in the, on the chair or the board, whatever the fuck it's called, I always forget. The board. The board that run Coca-Cola make billions. Oh, for Go sure. Go make billions. Like you can do that in prob in a much faster timeline than starting your own and building it. However, you know that you are not worth that amount. You know your skill level is too low. You do not deserve. Like at this point in time. Correct. Yeah, you do not exactly. deserve. So like. Why Most do you think you're just going to own a business yeah. knowing that your skill level is that low and make that amount of money? Like, that's ridiculous, guys. And that's, like, the other – that's something else to, like, swing into is, like – and even I have had to be, like, okay, chill out, Holly. It's, like, when I first started Small Seeds, like, oh, word, in three years I'm going to be here, thinking, like, three years is a long time. What you realize when you go into business, which every person has this very humble moment while they're in business where they realize <laughs> – this is gonna take a lot longer than I originally planned. When we hear these stories about like, I blew up in two years, that is not common, guys. Like that's actually, that's, that's a zero point. Very uncommon. Yes, that's a 0.001% of businesses. And I get that these are the hype stories because people want to make it seem like it's so easy. You, you know what's funny it. about that statistic? Sorry yeah. to cut you off. Uh, I actually remember having a phone call with your father in 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, because as you guys know, I'm like, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm ridiculously humble. I mentioned this in the last podcast and I'm like borderline insecure and I always question myself, like mm -hmm. my ability. And I think that's great because of what drives me to do better. But anyway, I was like, cause he knows everything that we did. And back then we were looking at opening a cafe, mm -hmm. right? So this was like really close to the time where I was going to leave my last company. And I remember hopping on a call with him and we were just talking and he was like, you realize that you are the legit 0.001% of business people for because of how fast my last company exactly. went yeah. from 1 to 10 million. Mm -hmm. And he, I was like, so that's like, when you were just talking about this company, it's like, holy shit, I like, in my mind, that's normal. Yeah. You know, like, in my like mind, that's normal because that's my experience. Exactly. But like, that I experienced the 1 to 10 in two years. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy growth. Yeah. That's uh, not, that is, but like in my mind, I thought that was common. Yeah. It's like, that's very <laughs> uncommon. And people, people get into business thinking like, oh sweet, I just am going to like be losing money or be doing this or doing that for like, you know, a couple years. And then like things are going to turn around. And it's like, if literally you learn anything in business, you laugh at yourself at one point in time and think <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> like, LOL. Like I thought I was going to be here. Like, what was I thinking? Like, this is so much more work than I thought. Yeah. Then like. Because once you get into it, you learn more and more and more and more. Like it's just building and blocks. Like you're just building, building, and you're getting better, and you're focusing on what you can do, and and you're you have especially people who have limited resources. You're like, okay, I have this five hundred dollars. I could either do <laughs> X or I could do right. Z. These are both gonna these are both gonna advance my business. But in which way am I trying to advance my Correct. business? Like how like how can this be used in the best way possible? Because I only have five hundred dollars, like or whatever it is, and so. I think like we're often thinking like this, we're just going to make this business and it's just going to like blow up overnight. And it's like, that's actually, it doesn't happen. Like you need to be willing to put in the work over a long period of time to like get to that place where eventually, like you're saying, you want a Lambo suite at one point in time, you're going to be able to get a Lambo. You're going to be able to go on vacations. You're going to be able to do all that If stuff, you want it by then. If you want it. Yeah, exactly. I like, hate vacations because I'm, I'm genuinely thoroughbred. I just love working. Yeah. I just and, love it. It's my passion. And like for me, I'd be like, sweet. I get to go on a vacation. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, But that's actually funny. Cause I was just thinking when you were just saying all that one, I don't know this 
I don't know if this is true, but Andy always says like, once you make it to a million, everything else is just the same. It's just a different number. Mm -hmm. So basically like the grind to zero to a million probably takes five years ish, maybe more depending on like you, your quality and all that stuff. But once you get to that point, then it's just like everything in that you're kind of like you've refined, like you were saying, you refined all your skills or honed in. Now you know what you're doing. And now you just turn that one to, into 10 and that 10 eventually into 50 and like still takes all the time to yeah, do it. Yeah, However, yeah. like basically being like you refine a ton of the skills, the vast majority of your skills you've really, by, the exactly. by, by the time you make it to a yeah. million. Um, but I was, but we were just talking about uh, when you're like low resources and that determines what you do. I remember when we, when like, so when we first start making our bars, super tedious process. And we've, we've advanced <laughs> because we've had more, like, we've had more resources, we've had more capital, we've learned more methods, we changed a lot of things. But in the beginning, like when everything was hand batched, hand rolled, hand cut, I used to hand place chocolate chips, and then we would have to hand seal them. Mm -hmm. And people would be like, why don't you just, like literally, like just strangers on the internet, but even people we knew mm -hmm. would be like, why don't you just uh, go, a, co-packer. Go, yeah, go <laughs> co-packer, get someone to make them for you. Or B, like buy a machine to do them for you. And I'm like, okay, here's the thing, guys. When you're grassroots and you don't have capital, the opposite of capital is manpower. Like that's that's what it is. You either have to have one of the both. You either if you if you have capital, you just you just go in and you're like, fuck it, I don't care about money. Dump the money and in. dump all the, the money product. in and exactly. you'll get the product. And whether you sell the product or not, who knows? Mm -hmm. Um, but you can also buy like shelf space if we're talking about food products and stuff. Yeah, you could also like if you, you could buy marketing literally. You, no, you could buy an entire team where you're just yeah. sitting like you're like your old yeah. boss where you're just sitting at the top and you have mm -hmm. a team underneath you who like maybe you at the top don't actually know what you're doing because right. you're like worried. But you, but you had a billion dollars that you could dump into and a you company pay for a product to get a person to do your marketing, to get a person to do your R and D, right. to get a person to do yeah, exactly. However, if you're a person who do who you do not have capital, which I think is the vast majority, majority. of you, yeah. and let me tell you guys, a hundred grand is not capital. Two hundred grand is not capital. Real capital is we're talking millions. Like yeah. VCs, they give you millions and millions so you can try to run a company. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, if you go in with 150 to 300 thousand dollars, that is not capital. So, I mean, you're doing better than most people. Right? No, I'm saying, <laughs> but I'm saying like that is not yeah, enough yeah. capital to do that. And yeah. if if you do not have a large amount of capital, you have to provide the rest through sweat equity. Oh, like yeah. it takes manpower and legit your time work, your energy yep. right and that's and that's that's usually the trade you have to make and especially as you're growing like you start the grassroots way and as you're growing and you're like all right we got a thousand dollars like Holly just said do i do i buy a six hundred dollar sealer or do i do i dump it into some ads try to get some more people to know about our brand and keep making everything by hand. Mm -hmm. Like that's a big decision because you're like, fuck, this could make this could turn my time into three X, but if we buy it, then we're gonna slow the growth, especially in the beginning, because like until you hit that first million, every every single sale is so important oh, to get yeah. the momentum of more mm -hmm. sales and get the word out, like especially word of mouth. So I'm like, ads are way more important than me not sleeping. Yeah. Like exactly. legit like it's just that's just how it is in the beginning. And that and that's like the other funny part is like so you're so the majority of people who want to start a business or do start a business typically don't have capital. Like right, typically they don't. we all don't have capital. That's why they want money. Anybody because they've listening, never had it. Yeah, like anybody listening, like if you're thinking about starting a business or you have started a business this year, you probably don't have capital. Like let's all be real. It's like true. you probably even if you're still working on a job, even if you have a good savings like Shane's right. saying, but you don't even need if you capital. have a couple hundred No, this is what I was gonna say. 
the most amazing thing that you can learn and do is like you can do even if you have no experience like i was saying earlier even if you're an engineer and you have no business experience you just have to be willing to grind you just have to you have to humble yourself understand you don't know these things (laughs) understand you're not going to be great at these things don't go out there pretending like you're great at these things if people offer to help take any help that anybody will offer if somebody's offering like you have a friend, I'm just thinking. Like for example, yeah. Let's. You don't I was know gonna say, to, what's this example? No, I was gonna say. For example, you're like trying to build out a website, whatever. You do what you can. You're like, you know, this. It's good. People can go on there, find a product, buy it. <laughs> it, it works, right? It right. works. It's not great. It's not even really good, but it works. You have a friend who maybe like is like, hey, uh, X Y Z. Like I can like maybe they built out a website before or something, and they're like, hey, just a little suggestion. You should do this. This would make it a little bit easier. This would make it more, like, whatever it is. And they're like, I can, like, what website, whatever. Like, what are you using? If you want me to go in and do, like, a couple tweaks, like, I can come in and help, like, and tweak it for you. Don't be, like, so humble that you're like, I can do it on my own. Like, it's not humble. Or whatever that's called. That's egotistical. That's okay, don't be so humble. Don't be so egotistical that you're, like, I refuse to, like, when people are genuinely trying to help you. Like, hey, I see that you're struggling in this area. I'm going to do, like, let me help you for free just because I like what you're doing or whatever. If they want to come in and help you with your, like, website, let them help you with your website. But you can also watch tons of videos. Like, YouTube is our greatest resource. Google is such a great resource. Like, you're trying to build out a easy website? Don't do Shopify, the most complicated website platform. But everyone just because uses you hear, Shopify. Exactly. Just because you hear everybody using Shopify, be like, okay, I understand that that's, that's down the road. That's what... You know, that's what um, Cliff Bar uses. That's what so deli- like that's what these big right, companies yeah. use. And like, I understand that, but like, I'm not at that place. I don't know coding. I don't even know how to build a website. I've never even looked <laughs> at a website build before. Like, how does that even look? Go look for websites like your Wix, like your Squarespace, like these different these different platforms that are specifically made for people who actually have no idea what they're doing, and you can still make them look decent somehow. They pretty much have them laid out in platform. Like, and then be like, all right, word, you decide you're gonna do Squarespace, right? Then go watch a bunch of videos of how to make your Squarespace <laughs> better. Like if you're like, I can't figure out how to create a button in there, go watch a video on how to put a button in there. This, like, this is why people think they need capital though. Because they'd rather, instead of them taking the time, investing in how to build their own company and their own brand, they'd rather just pay somebody to grant. Like, oh, let me go on, I don't know if this is still a thing, Fiverr.com. Mm-hmm. Let me look up Let I'm me look up uh, a coder, a website builder. Fiverr, I think, is Fiverr's actually a pretty dope one. Yeah, whatever. I'm just saying. I'm not dissing them. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm saying it's a good one. Like... That's actually a very useful resource for startup companies because you can put your own bid in. You can say, I want somebody right, yeah. to build this. I want somebody to make me a logo, and the only money I have is $25. People are going to put bids in and do it for $25. Are you going to get the best logo? Probably not, but you can do it like that. You can. It is a resource, but I'm saying... But wasting you, money. Yeah. It's right. people When wasting, you have that capital, like you could... Exactly. No, it's people who who think because they don't know that they're not going to be able to do it. And it's like, I don't know so many things that I live. I don't know freaking, I say this to channel all the time. Like, I live like I don't know anything, but I figure everything out. Of like, course. I don't know actually how to do anything, but I legitimately figure everything out. And then guess what? Through going through the entire process of like trial and error, looking it up, doing the extra steps, it's like ingrained in my brain for the rest of time. Like That's I will true. forever know how to 
do whatever it is. Not only that, you have the muscle that the the muscle of belief that you can do anything, and that's that's more important than knowing how to do anything. Like if you if if you're not uh, delirious or delusional, <laughs> um, and you really think you're, and you really know, you're like, all right, as long as I can look shit up, Google, YouTube. I will have the ability to do it on my own. May not be the best, but it's going to work for now. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. It doesn't need to be the best. Your website right. doesn't need to be the best. It doesn't. Your graphics don't need to be the best. Your 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 social media doesn't need to be the best. Your ads don't need to be the best. They need to work. They need right. to be okay and work. They need to be working. They need to be like and then like I was saying like maybe you have somebody like th- like this is a great this is a great example for small seeds specifically. I take pictures. Do I take the greatest pictures? No, but are they good? Yeah, they're good. They're pretty, yeah, pretty good now. They get better over time as I take more pictures. But oh. we've had photographer we've had like photographers who buy our bars who are like, "Hey, I would love to take pictures for small literally just for small seed bars like you want me to take some pictures." That's awesome. Like that's a tr- like <laughs> that's them doing Something that I would that that someone else would have paid someone right, to do. Yeah. They're doing it for free because they they genuinely like. First of all, they love our like they love the product. They love the brand. They believe in what we're doing, and they're like, I want to help. Like this is a resource that I already know how to do. Let me help you, basically. Right. There's the problem, though. I think the majority of people who want to own a business have massive egos, and that they would. They would either A, do one of two things with that. Some would say that, and then instantly, even if they didn't say it, they think, oh, you don't you don't like my photos? You don't think my page is good enough? Or they would do, or they'd go B and be like, yeah, absolutely. Here's a bunch of shit. I want this, this, yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah, and this. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. this is a <laughs> gift they are giving you. That's say say so thank true. you. Send them free product. Exactly. Give them a bunch of praise. And when they send it, use it. Give them credit for it. The end. Like you don't. Yeah. It is a when gift. That, that second part that's is happens. the problem. That's, that's the problem. That's the actual. Don't problem. use people. It's not the don't first problem. It's a second problem. That's fucked up. Is the real problem with people? Yeah. When somebody's being, somebody's offering you a gift. Somebody's offering you something for free. You don't then go like. Slap them in the face. Right. That's what it is. That's so slap up. in the face. That's like, terrible. Oh, so you're going to do this for free? Okay, I'm going to need product photoing. I'm hoping that you can do some like this. Um, and then sending them a bunch of pictures being like, I want it to look like this, like this, like this. Yeah. No. Or you're like, like worried. Or- Thank you so much. That'd be, that's so kind of you. I'd love to send you free. Like, I'll send you free or whatever it is. Like, try to comp, try to compensate them yeah. with like your with product what you or can. something. Yeah, exactly. Especially like, if you're small. Yeah. And then, and then, and then those, the people who usually do option B also, like next time they need photos, they like message them and be like, "Hey, I'm looking to get this done. Let me, can I send you some bars?" And they're like, "Huh? Like, do you know how much my shit actually costs?" Yeah, like, and now yeah. you just are demanding it from me for now free you think, yeah, exactly. for your product that's worth thirty yeah, dollars. I don't exactly. think so. Like, this is a five hundred dollar photo session that I'm doing, and you think I'm gonna give it's it to awful. You for free. Or like, I hate I hate this too. When this is a lot with clothing companies. Oh, come model for me. I'll give you a free, like, whatever you're modeling. Shirt. And it's a shirt. <laughs> Literally. Hey, guys. I know prices of shirts. You are going. You want me to donate three hours of my time for $6? Why don't you go suck it? First of all, our shirts cost way more than $6 because we do such small runs. But if you're a clothing company, if you're getting hundreds I mean, of articles. Most, you're, you're, all right, 10 bucks. Probably, yeah, I was yeah. going to say $10, $10 $12, $13, good, whatever. Quality, like, yeah. um, but I'm like, you want me to drive to you. Model for you for two to three hours. Drive back for twelve dollars. 
That <laughs> blows my mind. Now, it's one thing if you're like really cool friends with people. Oh, of course. But yeah, like, yeah. nah. Yeah, if you were asking your happening. best friend to do it, they're not going to expect you to do shit for them. Yeah, but that's like, different. But like, you're asking somebody who like either like you met online or maybe like your acquaintances or something, like no. Yeah, that's a that's a like compensate people for their time. Otherwise, they're going to hate you. And then they're going to talk shit about your brand with behind what, your back. Like with what you can do. Like everything or be is like, really honest. Yeah, exactly. Be like, hey, this is what like I don't know if you can like take this type of time, blah blah blah. Obviously, we don't have capital right now. I'd love to give you like free product or whatever. I'll give you the photos, whatever it is, like if it's a photo shoot or something. Like you can use all the photos for your social media. Right. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Send them all. Like, yeah, oh, that's like, really cool. Thanks. So that they get something, and then also it's like their choice. Like they're like, okay, I know I'm coming. I'm yeah. getting nothing out of this. I'm helping you. The only thing I'm getting out of this is a shirt and photos. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, you should also you should also understand that because you're not willing to compensate anyone for it, expect to get shitty people. Like you should just be you should just find your friends, and if yeah. you have yeah, like yeah, yeah. depending on what it is, and if you have like no like attractive or fit people. You're like gonna have brand. to pay for one. Like yeah. you're just gonna have to, right? Yeah. You should, yeah. You shouldn't like scroll the internet. Hey, you should come model for my brand. Like we'll give you tons of exposure with your with my 240 followers. I was, yeah. This is another rant, like another thing to go on. We don't look at the time. We're gonna no, keep going. No, I'm not. I was just thinking this is like a whole other. We can only split this into two. Yeah, I was gonna say this is a whole other podcast we should talk about. But I was just talk like this happens all the time with like people who are influencers. Where, like, companies reach out to them. And these people have, like, you know, like, even if you have, whatever, 10, 11, 12, all the way up to, like, 50, 60, even plus followers. And, like, a company's like, hey, I'll, like, I'll send you free product for you to post it. Like, you can post it on your page and, like, and like saying all these things for this person to do. And I'm like, first of all, do you know how much free shit this person probably gets offered or sent to them <laughs> every single day? Second of all, you coming up, like, you being like, I'm a, I'm a new company with your fucking 200 followers trying to demand that they're going to post to their 50,000 followers is the most ridiculous and turn off, like, thing you could do. Like, it's one thing to be like, hey, you say you've been following this person for a long time. You're following them, whatever. You think that they're, like, a cool person. You like their, you like their personal brand. You like what they stand for. Like, the way that you go about that is actually be like, hey, Shane... Like, I think you're really cool. I've been following you for a while, maybe on your personal page or maybe, like, whatever. I love everything you stand for. I think our brand's really, like, a line or I think there's, like, synergy between, like, my brand and your personal brand. I would love to send you product to try. Done. Just so I can get your and, and get your opinion on how it is. Yep. That's Period. What you, do. you don't ask anything of them. If you're expecting an I was say, that should always be your intentions, too, because... If you're expecting an inf- you better fucking pay them, like right, you're saying. Exactly. Like, you're not, nobody's doing shit for you for free. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but like, I mean, it's people, people do, but, will, but they, you have to build a relationship first and they will like, right. If you approach them, you know, I'm okay. Let's say an influencer with 50,000 followers, let's say they get 30 messages a day for free product, right? 28 of those people are demanding that they post on their page or story or make a solid post. And then they'll send them free product as <laughs> if your free product means anything, means anything to them. Right. Yeah. You have the other two people who just want to send it to them just because they like you as a person. You will then have more respect for those companies. And guess what? Maybe if that person likes it, they're just going to post on a story anyways. You didn't even have to pay them because you were so like kind and humble and nice to them and you respected them as a person, like not as a business, but as a person. Like, you know, you yeah, saw them as a Yeah, or maybe they'll give you really person. great feedback. Yeah, or maybe they give you feedback. Or maybe they become and a customer. 
Or maybe they become a customer, or maybe you you open up that relationship, like you're saying. You open yeah. up that relationship with them. You continue to talk, continue to talk, continue to talk, and then you know, say you send them like more free product or something else. Like just because you have that that open relationship, maybe you've sent them free product four times, and on the fifth time or on the fourth time, I mean, they talk about they it. talk about it. Or maybe you're building this this relationship with them. And like they realize, oh, this is like a real person. They're cool. They're nice. They have a company. I don't. I would never really use their products, so I'm not going to post about it. But then your friends, usually, influ- quote unquote, influencers are friends with other influencers. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, or maybe they know a person who owns another company that might want to buy you out eventually. Yeah. And like, and then and they're just talking. They're like, oh, my friend owns a company like this. I actually think you'd really like it. And then that person is the person exactly. that yeah. helps you get to the tipping point. Exactly. But it's just about going into every relationship being like respectful of the person on the other side like and understanding that like you're saying like if you're kind of going to be a shitty person expecting a lot of somebody like (laughs) let it only be your friends because nobody else is going to do that for you for nothing and eventually your friends are going to be like fuck you you're not going anywhere (laughs) like leave me alone you know like they're going to feel like you're trying to use them take advantage of them and honestly that stain never goes away like the stain of like so, like when someone's shitty to you, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that stain mm-hmm. of whatever the action was never ever goes away. It's over. Like you ruined that forever. Like even if you even if you did, let's say go back to the the building a relationship. You like you made friends with someone who's way outside your spectrum, and you're like really cool. You talk a whole bunch, and you guys never really talked about like the product and stuff like that. And then you randomly mm-hmm. are like mm-hmm. like either a just send them the product. Which I think is okay. With but without talking about it's kinda weird. Or B <laughs> or B you're like, hey, could you like do me a favor and like give me a post? And then the, then your relationship is over. Yeah. It's gone. Because the entire, your whole time exactly, you're scheming exactly, them, just exactly. waiting for this opportunity for you guys to become cool so you could use them. Exactly. Is that what you were saying? Yes, I was gonna say yes. And like, that happens all the time. That's fucked up. Like like that's I think it's messed up. No, and that I agree, like, that does happen all the time, and, and you, that's, okay, so, I feel like we've kind of gotten off track. Not really, we're talking about building a brand, and knowing not, knowing what not to do is often just as important as knowing what to do. We don't care, we're here to put you in the face.